You are listening to the American Truth Project Podcast. Joining me now, the founder of the American Truth Project and Daily Ledger contributor, Barry Newsbaum. Barry, today they're, you know, just looking around, trying to figure out a motive, how, why, why would these people do this? They grew up in the community, they had jobs, they had friends, and so and some of the friends have been interviewed and are saying that they must have been brainwashed. Yeah, let's differentiate the imam, Stephanie, from the people that were the main perpetrators. Um, I find it shocking that people in the West, even Muslims in the West, and I consider Spain um, part of the West, are perplexed, confused, and just can't understand why good Muslim boys would do something like this. My response always is the same. Read the Quran and tell me where in any of the teachings does it preclude this type of violence. The actual writings, and there are dozens and dozens of the places in the Surah, the Hadith, and the Quran that instruct good Muslims to wage war on the infidels. So these are boys that are literally taking the Quran to heart. They're not radical, they're literal. And there's a huge difference and a misunderstanding among Westerners. We need to understand what we're dealing with. Yeah, I mean, it's not often or ever that you hear that a rabbi is indoctrinating good boys or you know a, a pastor for that matter and we always hear the argument from the left that it's the terrorists are mentally deranged that they're mentally ill and, and is this a fair argument in these situations i mean there has to be something wrong with these people if they're going out and killing in cold blood well i suppose you could say that anyone that commits significantly high numbers of murders is deranged or in some way mentally ill, but then that argument applies to the Nazis and to the Soviets and to the Chinese communists who killed literally hundreds of millions. The truth is, Stephanie, that these people are true believers in a psychology, in a methodology, in a religion, and a textbook for world takeover. They truly believe they're doing the right thing and they're carrying out the dictates of God. I don't know if you call these people crazy or you just call them religious. And it's difficult to see how this could have been prevented considering that the imam was actually supposed to be deported. We're just learning this. And somehow he managed to stay in Spain. Well, check this out. This guy comes from Morocco to Spain, uh, gets political asylum. Then he gets busted for drugs. They're going to revoke his asylum and they're going to send him back to his home country for drug violations. He convinces the court and the judge to let him out because he has found religion and he repays the generosity and the progressive values of that liberal Spanish judge by trying to kill as many of his new countrymen as possible. Spain literally invited him and then protected him and then refused after he committed drug violations to send him back to Morocco. Wow, that judge is culpable, don't you think? Yeah, I think so. And there's, we've heard in the past calls for mosques to be monitored. And then the argument is that is against people's religious rights. They have the right to religious freedom. What are your thoughts on that? I feel very strongly that once you're in a war, you 
respond to the declaration of war by fighting back by any means necessary. And if that includes putting somebody in every mosque to find out which imam is preaching love and tolerance and cooperation and a good life, and which imam is preaching mass murder and insurrection, look, it's not that many. But check this out, Stephanie, 2.6 million immigrants have come to Europe in just the last 24 months, and the borders are still wide open. It doesn't take more than one or two percent of almost three million people who have come in in the last few years to get a radicalized army of killers. We need the Europeans to start with to go into these mosques and find out where the bad guys are. And you know what? It's not religious freedom to preach murder. It's not a protection, as we would call it, of the First Amendment to be able to say, go kill your neighbor. What? That is an insurrection and literally a call for genocide. I don't think that's protected speech. Yeah, I don't think so. So, I mean, that's a good answer to my question. But what should the Spanish government do going forward? I mean, they're, like I said, they're still investigating. They're putting all the pieces to the puzzle together, wondering who, why, how, how is this possible? And we know that they're still investigating I don't know, a thousand people in Spain with ties to terror. So obviously there's a problem there. As we talked about earlier this week, Stephanie, uh, when we discussed it, number one, name your enemy. Radical Islam will destroy Spain if they let it. That's number one, declare war. Number two, infiltrate every single Islamic organization in Spain, not because you want to control the religion, you just want to call out the people calling for murder. Round them up and either put them in prison or send them back where they came from. That's number two. Number three, have an organized, well-educated public so that everybody understands the enemy is not at the border shooting over the border with a missile. They might be the people next door. They might be the people downstairs. They might be the people you go to school with. Enlist your citizenry to be part of your army of resistance against this perpetual. Thanks for listening to the American Truth Project, a 501c3 nonprofit. Please subscribe to our podcast and follow us on our social media channels to stay plugged in to the truth. Go to americantruthproject.org and subscribe to our newsletter to stay informed on the latest news.